Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we have a little mini mailbag episode for you. We're going to keep our little mini episodes going. And we had a few questions come in here over the last couple of days that we figured make a little short episode about them just to give them, you know, proper, you know, we can actually talk about them a little bit, not be rushed in our actual episode. So we'll always well get right into these questions. There's some definitely variety here in our questions. So I'm going to start out with Charles. Charles, two weeks in a row, Charles has gotten on the show with questions. I actually had one last week as well. So he came back with another question for us. Basically, he's asking us a keeper question. It's... He's in a PPR league. He gets one keeper. He also has the number one overall pick, which is nice. So he's going to be able to get a really good player, which he says looks like the big three running backs are kept. So he can get like Antonio Brown probably or Odell Beckham. That's a solid start already. So with that in mind, talk about his keepers. He can get Andrew Luck in the fourth, Sammy Watkins in the fourth, or Jeremy Macklin in the tenth. Okay, here's this is a tough one. Just Luck's out of the, out of, out of the picture for me. I'm not, I'm not taking luck. Watkins, fourth round is pretty much his value. So that's a, it's, it's his value. That, it's, it's interesting. If you want to lock up a receiver like that, because he'd be your number two at that point probably, behind Odell or Brown, you get running backs in the second and third. It's not bad. Or Macklin in the tenth, who's going to have – I think that's – I think Macklin's going to move up the boards here. He should be more like an eighth-round pick to me. So I think you're still going to get some value there. What do you do? I don't. I'm trying. I'm trying to think this out. Do you go Macklin or do you go Watkins? It's tough. Ugh, this one's a, a I, close because one. they're pretty much at value. It, it's interesting. Which sometimes you just want to lock a guy up. If it was pretty much any other player but Sammy Watkins, you're getting a, a good receiver like that at their value in the fourth round. I'd say do it. But Sammy Watkins scares me. Yeah, that's where my worry comes in. I I do I do think that Macklin. I think his rankings will adjust. I don't think they've fully ha- fully happened yet. Um, I think they're still ranking him on that poor year he had last year. Yeah. Um, he's in a good situation. I, I I think I would lean towards getting Macklin, knowing that think, he can yeah. be your wide receiver three, and he's relatively yep. safe, too, um, as long as he stays healthy. Though. I think so, too. And then if you really wanted Sammy Watkins, I think you can get him in the fourth. Yeah, I do, too. And once again, he... I don't know if he I would do me. that because he, he wor- scares me. He does. He scares me. That's why I'd probably want a, a safer option, which, man, yeah, Watkins, is, he scares me. He just scares me this year. As a wide receiver, too, he scares me. He does. And he's going to be a wide receiver, too, on most teams. But if he's my three, it'd be fine. If you say Watkins, it would have been like the sixth round. Like, yeah, do it. Of course. But in the fourth, I think that you're passing up somebody really good. Yeah, and that's that's the problem with the people that are still on the board at that at that time. Mm-hmm. Yes. But yeah, I think you're right. At, at sixth, I think it, it changes the whole conversation, and you're you're able to maybe take that risk. And I think it would still be a debate for me. But um, yeah, I think that would be the that would be the shift that you would need. Yeah, and luck in the fourth. It's just I'm, with all the news lately, I just we're not going to know enough. You're not going to know enough to take a fourth because fourth is to me is that's high end high high end quarterback value. Yeah, I don't want to do it anyway. Even with Rodgers, I would I would have done it, but I'm like, eh, luck, no way. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I agree. All right, so Charles, that's what we're going with. Macklin. You yep. can still get good players in the fourth. Watkins is just, he, he, yeah, he has the potential to be up there, but 
He's been injured a lot. Yeah. It just I, I think worries he, me yet. If you if you like if, if you like Watkins, get him in the fourth. You yeah, know, I mean turn around, get him. Yeah, I mean, if you think that he's going to stay healthy, yep. you're getting yourself a very, very good player. But I mean, then again, if he wants Watkins, if you're a Watkins fan, get it. You're not. You're getting him at value. I understand. So if you're more sold on Watkins than we are, sure, I, I don't have a problem with him taking Watkins there. It's just not what I would do. But that isn't. You're not overpaying necessarily. It's just I don't want to pay for Watkins really at all right now. That's yeah. my thing. So it's not like it's it's not like you're you're not reaching. That's the thing. You're not reaching. Yeah. You're, it's it's a it's a solid. It, it makes sense. It's just the bigger Sammy Watkins fan will do it. It's just yeah. not, I'm and, not that and guy. for for keepers away. I approach them either. I'm getting better value on the player, or I'm locking someone down that is going to be a cornerstone of my team. Yeah, I don't exactly. think Watson is either. Or Watkins is either of those. Yep. So I think Macklin is the pick. Because I, I do think people are sleeping on him a bit. I think he's going to be a, a good play, and I think you can play him probably the majority of the week, honestly. All right, the second question comes in from Aiden. It's a basically a draft position question. So this, we went over this actually a little before the show. Yeah. This is an interesting one. He has the sixth pick currently. It's a 10-person league. It's non-PPR. So he's kind of asking, basically the, the question comes down to, should he move down to ninth? Take the ninth. So I, I'm assuming he doesn't say it, but I'm assuming – he would just swap with whoever is ninth. So he'd get like the ninth and 12th instead of the sixth and like 15th or whatever that is. So he'd just make, basically make that switch. Because what he's saying is he that way he can move down to draft two great players then in that ninth pick and that 12th pick, which would be like he says, LaShawn McCoy, Jordy Nelson, Melvin Gordon. Here's where it comes down to for me. If you know your league well enough and you think McCoy or Gordon will be there at nine, like that pretty much that means that it would have to mean that okay, you got the big three running backs go, right? Let's yep. see here. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think this one out. I don't know if that's a good. I don't know if they'll be there at nine. Think about this. The big three running backs go, and then basically what? For sure, the big three receivers, which in the consensus ranks is Antonio Brown, Julio, Odell. Those guys go. All right. Yep. Lashawn McCoy is not going to be there at nine. That's 36. There's only two more picks. Even if Evans goes, McCoy's going to be gone. Yeah. So well, are you are you are you hundred percent sure that Evans is going to go? Then basically, it comes down to in your league, do you think Evans is going to go before Gordon? If you want the running backs, which I personally want the running backs, if you think Evans will go before Gordon in your league, then I think you move down and you take it. I don't think personally, me, I wouldn't take the risk. I'm going to take it. I'm going to keep six and get McCoy or Gordon, probably. That's where I would go because I want running backs right now. Or, or I guess you go down to nine. If you don't, if you miss out on those guys, there is other options. Mm-hmm. So, and I just worry like I just I want McCoy or Gordon. If you can get them at six, I want that. To me, they're on a they're in another tier than the next guys: Murray, Ajayi, Howard, Freeman, whatever order you have them in. Those guys, those yeah. are the next the tier. I, to me, there's a tier there. I just and I, I agree with you there too. Um, when you talk about the tier, I think that's very important. I, I really do think McCoy and Gordon or on that separate tier. So I agree with you as in you have to f- be pretty confident that you're going to get one of those guys because really at the current ADP of all these guys, you can still get a quality running back, according to this, on the way back even if you keep six. If you keep nine and you get Gordon or McCoy, um, coming back, yeah, you, you're going to get someone. You probably have a few more picks and you can pick the guy you like uh, the most. But um, if you don't think he's going to come around, you're pretty much making sure that you're going to get two of those guys that you had to pick from, um, which is probably not worth it. So especially um, right now, you're looking – you could get uh, – 
DeMarco Murray or Jordan Howard at that 15th, possibly. Um, that's relatively safe. Um, you know, I think those both are very good options if you pair them with McCoy or Gordon compared to if you miss on both of them and then all of a sudden you're probably ending up with like a Jai and Freeman, which I think obviously both are very good situations, but I like the one with uh, Gordon and McCoy much Me better. Too. I think I just I stick at six. And and, I, just, and I think earlier oh, in the man. preseason, I would have said that you moved down, but yeah. ADP has shifted a little bit and it, it, it makes me a little more leery of this. I think, and I, I think running back being a commodity is not exactly, uh, you know, it's, it's not exactly a, a theory people are uh, astonished about anymore. You know, I mean, yeah. you do hear people going wide receiver heavy, but in that first round, I, I think people know that running back is that's where you're going to get them. Yep. So I think they're going higher than uh, they were in the beginning of the season. Yep. So I just I want to lock up one of those guys. That's where it is for me. Last question comes in from Mike. Basically, it's a he's in a best ball league, which we have not talked about best ball fantasy <laughs> fantasy football at all here. So we're just kind of asking strategies for best ball stuff like that. All right. So what? Here's my my thing for best ball. It's the difference is, I guess, yeah, you draft one team and a lot of them, there are some different ways that people play, but it's usually you get the best weeks. Whoever has their best weeks that week is in your lineup automatically. So it kind of favors some of those guys who are hit or miss, like a Deshaun Jackson would have been. Like he actually is worthwhile because those hits, you get those hit, those weeks where he hits. The ones he misses, he just misses, no big deal. You get those weeks that hit. So those kind of guys end up being a little more valuable. To me, that I don't know if that's Jackson this year, but it could be like a Brandon Cooks used to be like that. Him, he could be more valuable to me in this league because I think he'll have some really big weeks. So I guess you could, you kind of might value those guys a little bit more. Don't go crazy though with it. Just look through the league and see guys who are going to have big weeks like that. But when it comes down to it, it's still fantasy football, and the best players are going to be the best players, and that's where it is for me. I don't change my strategy too much. I don't know if this one, I don't have like the settings for his league in front of me. So if it's a two quarterback league, like some of these best balls are, you just get, you know, load up on quarterbacks, obviously. But it's, I think it's fantasy football, best ball or not, get the best players. Towards the end, this is where it changes towards the end of the draft. Maybe middle rounds, end of the draft, you start taking more chances on guys who could really break out and all of a sudden be amazing because you're not going to get a chance to. Mm -hmm. There's no waivers. So, you know, that's pretty much it. That's how I would say you haven't been in any best ball leagues yet. So no, it's but that's pretty much it, right? You get the best players, you might take a couple more chances later on. Yeah, I don't that's, think I don't think it changes the first five rounds no, at, all. Not at all. I don't think it touches them. Um, but yeah, I, I think especially for players that, um, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I think it helps like a Sammy Watkins out a bit. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, Martavis definitely. Bryant. Yep. Um, players like that that have the really big game ability. Um, and it, your bench is more important than ever, honestly, because yeah. you don't have to set your lineup. So you don't have to worry. Yeah. Like you said, you don't have to worry about a guy not being used. Yeah. So if he's on your bench, if he's possibly going to be used, he could just get that one big catch. So even someone like, especially farther down, even someone like Daxon would be yeah. much more valuable than getting a guy that's probably tried and true because he might have some really big games possibly. So I, I think that's where um, it comes into to play. It's, it's more of the you know, 10th round on yep. where you, you want to go for these home run threats. Yep. Yeah. That's pretty much, it. I, I don't, wouldn't, well, this, his question gave him a little bit ago. So hopefully he's still drafting. I don't know. It's one of those slow drafts like the Scott mm -hmm. Fishbowl was, but you know, it's just kind of any kind of fantasy format for the most part, get good players. That's what the best strategy we can say is get good players. I don't think there's any way around it. 
Yeah. Get good players. That never changes. Find some players down the, the end that you like. And yep. that's pretty much it. I don't I don't try to think about it too much crazy. Unless you have different starting settings, like different players. Yep. You really got to think about it. And another one would be Devontae Parker would be a good get. Yep. Some players like that that really... More. Yeah. And, and the tight ends as well. I think that... Yep. I think, but by position, I think tight end might be the one, especially if you don't get one, if you don't get a Gronk. If you, I think you could almost pair him up and you go like Ebron, Hunter Henry, yep. or you one know, of those guys can have big weeks. Exactly. Yeah. So I think it's easier by that. So I think tight end is a a, a place where you can you can reach yep. a bit more. All right, I think that's it for the mini mailbag. I think this could be a weekly segment at this point. We'll yeah, keep, like, those keep, keep really good us, questions. This yeah. I like it. Just, it makes you think about different things you might not be thinking about normally. But keep sending us your questions, especially you know a lot of keeper questions I know coming up and different draft strategy questions. Keep sending them to us. We'll definitely talk about them on the show or email you back. But most part, we'll try to get as many onto the shows as we can. You know, if, as more come in, it might be a little probably just have to do full mailbag again at some point, but could get a little harder to get them all into the episodes, but we'll definitely get back to you if we don't actually talk about it here. We'll talk to you guys next time.